With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's no place like home for Christmas. I wish you were coming home.
Before I start the show tonight, I do have a little special thing which I have to do. Uh, one of the oldest and longest running listeners of my show is a guy and a lady down in Kentucky, Jim and Sherlyn Clark. They are long, long time listeners and I have got to take care of this because I consider anybody that has been married for 47 years to be a hero of mine because <laughs> I couldn't make it on, on one marriage that way. But it is their anniversary on the 17th of December. So I would like, before we get into the Christmas stuff, to play a song for them. Now, Jim suggested Let's Dance by Chris Montez. I'll be happy to play that for you, but to me, there's only one song that you can play for people who have been married and are as in love as Jim and Charlene are. So I'm going to play Let's Dance, and then I'm going to play absolutely the ultimate anniversary song. It is by someone who is by no means rock and roll, but he was the world's greatest entertainer. Here we go. First, let's dance. Then, Al Jolson, the anniversary song.
here's something that doesn't exactly happen too often on this show. When I decided I was going to play these songs for for Jim Clark, you know, the one person I never really communicate with is his wife, Sherlyn. And I guess Jim just just takes that uh, that part. I get, you know, all the important decisions like what songs are going to play are usually his. And, and of course, I'm sure Sherlyn, like my wife, makes all the, you know, not so important decisions like finances and world wars and all that. But as soon as I put this down, I got an email from Sherlyn. And she also requested a song for Jim on his 47th anniversary of their marriage. So, bingo, I'll play that now. From Sherlyn to Jim, here's the Ronettes, Be My Baby. night we were wed 
we vowed our true love, though a word wasn't said, the world was in bloom, there were stars in the skies, except for the few that were there in your eyes. Dear as I held you close in my arms, angels were singing a hymn to your charms, to hearts gently beating, murmuring low. Darling, I love you so. The night seemed to fade in the blossoming dawn. The sun shone anew, but the dance lingered on. Could we but recall that sweet moment sublime? We'd find that our love is unaltered by time. Sherlyn Clark, happy anniversary. And now, let's get to this crazy, unusual Christmas show. Okay, I hope we understand each other. Don't come and write me and say, how dare you? Well, you know what? This show, I dare. Okay? And uh, again, excuse me, don't don't say, well, I'm never going to listen to him again because... This is just my own feelings on the subject, and uh, I think the majority of you will find it not uh, insulting or, or uh, annoying, but some of you might. It is a little personal, it is a little open-minded, and it is truly the way I feel. So some of you will say, huh, he's a nut, and some of you will say, hey, he's got a point. So that will be tonight. and. The rest of the shows will be all great music. But if you don't mind a little commentary and uh, a little common sense, maybe, then listen on. Is the beginning of our first holiday show. But I have to warn you, that is, give you the, the caveat about tonight's show. 
for the next two weeks, I will be doing holiday music, which most of you find very entertaining. But I have to warn you about this one, and I will put warnings up on my Facebook page as everywhere else. This show is not just about the music. There are parts of this show that are extremely, in my opinion, controversial. And some of you, and I say, I don't, well, I wouldn't say a large amount of you, but depending on your religious persuasion or the way you feel about things, you might find this a little bit, hmm, how do I put it? Uh, some of you might find it a little bit too much. Some of you will find it inappropriate for a music show. Some of you will find it downright insulting. Some of you will find out, find this, uh, inspiring. Uh, it, it all depends. So I warn you, first of all, that this may not be your cup of tea. Now, I'm not saying any dirty words, but I am going to speak the truth as I see it. And so I give you this warning. If you would like to <laughs> skip this show, uh, it has some great music, but it is also about the signs of the times and the way I feel about things. And it, it's so it's up to you whether you want to continue listening to this or not.
Mannheim Steamroller, Deck the Halls. I want to remind you, and I want to let you know, if you have listened to the song at the opening, that is a brand new song, actually, called I Wish You Were Here for Christmas by a friend of mine named Sammy Stray. And Sammy has been in the business many, many years. And he's basically did that as a homage to the troops. And I tip my hat to Sammy as well. You know, sometimes in these days we forget. Here's one of the greatest satirists of the 20th century. Here's Stan Freeberg and a favorite on old-time rock and roll, Green Christmas. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Ah, hug everybody. Good morning, Mr. Scrooge. Well, the meeting will come to order if you please. Are all the advertising people represented here? Everyone except amalgamated cheese. Well, if they're not here for the Christmas pitch, I can't help them find new ways of tying their product into Christmas. That's why I'm chairman of this board. Uh, let's hear it for me. Here, here, here. All right, Abercrombie, what are your people up to? Oh, same thing as every year. 50,000 billboards showing Santa Claus pausing to refresh himself with our product. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the public has come to expect that. That's and, uh... right. It's become tradition. Fine, fine. Uh, you there, crass. Uh, I suppose your company's running the usual magazine ad showing cartons of your cigarettes peeking out of the top of Santa's sack. Uh, better than that. This year we have him smoking one. Mm-hmm. Yes. It got Santa a little more rugged, too. Both sleeves rolled up and a tattoo on each arm. One of them says, Merry Christmas. What does the other one say? Less tars. Great stuff. Uh, But, Mr. Scrooge... Well, who are you? Bob Cratchit, sir. I've got a little spice company over in East Orange, New Jersey. Uh, Do I have to tie my product into Christmas? What do you mean? Well, I was just going to send cards out showing the three wise men following the Star of Bethlehem. I get it. And they're bearing your spices... No, that's perfect. No, no, uh, no, no product in it. I was just going to say, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, period. Well, that's a peculiar well, slogan. Old hat, Cratchit. That went out with button shoes. You're a businessman? Christmas is something to take advantage of. A red and green bandwagon to jump on. A sentimental shot in the arm for sales. Listen. Check the halls with advertising. la 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 on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four bars of soap, three cans of peas, two breakfast foods, and some toothpaste on a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five tubeless tires, four quarts of gin, three cigars, two cigarettes, and some hair tonic on a pear tree. Say, Mother, as sure as there's an X in Christmas, you can be sure those are Tiny Tim chestnuts roasting. Tiny Tim chestnuts are full-bodied, longer-lasting. This visible shell protects the nut. Now with XK29 added for people who can't roast after every meal. Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim, chestnuts all the way. Tiny Tim's roast hot like a chestnut hot. And they are mild, 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 mild. mild. Get the halls with advertising. Fa la 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 la
words to live by, Cratchit. Ah, for you, maybe. Can't you just wish someone a Merry Christmas for the pure joy of doing it? Why? What's the percentage in that? Let me show you how to make Christmas work for you. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. And please buy our beer. There you go, Cratchit. That's Christmas with a purpose. I know, but wait a minute. Don't you guys make enough profit the other 11 months? Christmas comes but once a year. <laughs> Funny thing you should bring that up. That's exactly the point I was about to make. Hit it, boys. Christmas comes but once a year, so you better make hay while the snow is falling. Oh, that's opportunity calling you. Here, what a wonderful time to be glad and merry. Just so you're mercenary, too. Buy and add and show all the toys, show all the toys up on the shelf. Just make sure that you get a plug, you get a plug in for yourself. But Christmas comes but once a year, so you better cash in while the spirit lingers. It's slipping through your fingers, boy. But don't you realize Christmas can be such a monetary joy? Well, I guess you fellas will never change. Why should we? Christmas has two S's in it, and they're both dollar signs. Yeah, but they weren't there to begin with. Huh? The people keep hoping you'll remember, but you never do. Remember what? Whose birthday we're celebrating. Well, uh, <clears throat> don't get me wrong. Uh, the story of Christmas and its simplicity is a good thing. I buy that. It's just that we know a good thing when we see it. But don't you realize Christmas has a significance, a meaning? A sales curve. Wake up, Cratchit. It's later than you think. I know, Mr. Scrooge. I know. On the first day of Christmas, the advertising's there. With newspaper ads, billboards too, business Christmas cards, and commercials on a pear tree. Dashing through the snow in a fifty-foot coupe, o'er the fields we go, sailing all the way. Dashing the halls with advertising, what's the use of compromising? La 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 la. Here are the Drifters from their only Christmas album and their version of Little Drummer Boy.
And the lane Snow is glistening A beautiful sight We're happy tonight Walking in the winter wonderland Gone away Is a bluebird Yet to stay Is a new bird He sings a love song As we go along Walking in a winter wonderland yeah, In the meadow we can build a snowman Pretended he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man Oh, but you can do the job when you're in town Later on, we'll conspire As a dream by the fire Two face unafraid The plans have been made Walking in the winter and the land Say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job when you're in town. Or later on, we will conspire as we dream by the fire. Two face unafraid, the plan will be made. Walking in the window on the land. Oh, walking in the window on the land.
song you probably have never heard before. It is called The Christmas Song, and it's by Little Eva of Locomotion fame and Big D. Irwin. The Christmas Song. (laughs) 
Without the Belmonts, Merry Christmas, baby.
looked so good there. Well, said he came down the chimney about a half past three and left all his presents that you see out to me. Merry Christmas, baby. You sure been good to me. Before I go into my 
weekly rampage, if you call it that, I'd like to start off by showing you exactly how some people see things. There is a ventriloquist comedian by the name of Jeff Dunham. Now, I'm not fond of any comedian that uses bad language. I didn't think it was necessary because I've seen comedy through the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and so on, and there was not need for it in a lot of them. Today, maybe it's a different story. But in this era of humor, which seems to be that you don't make fun of anybody, this piece does. Now, I played it on my old-time rock and roll show, which is not where it belonged necessarily, but it does simply belong here. This is a little Christmas piece from Jeff Dunham and his little puppet called Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. And I want you to listen. It's called Jingle Bombs. Yes, I got a favor to ask of you, infidel. What? When we're finished here, will you come caroling with me? <laughs> what? You go Christmas caroling? Oh, yes, I love the Christmas carol. Like, what, what do you sing? Uh, Bin Laden is coming to town. <laughs> oh, holy crap. <laughs> oh, holy crap. I think I've moved my foot off. And then my favorite, silence night. <laughs> Thank you. And then I got another one, Jingle Bongs. <laughs> Would you like me to sing Jingle Bongs? You can sing? Oh, yes. All right, what the heck? Wait, I need some uh, music. Music. I have guitar guy. Guitar guy, guitar guy, come out the ease. <laughs> Listen to that. Backstage he was doing drugs, I know he was. <laughs> Hello, guitar guy. I love you, rock and roll. Oh, by the way, and thanks for dressing like crap for my show. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> he don't know he does drugs. <laughs> okay, let's hear what you got, guitar guy. Bastard. Is that what you think I like? Hey, you know the Xbox game Guitar Hero? <laughs> I kick your ass. Okay, maybe at Halo. Alright, Ahmed, so you have the song? Yes, Jingle Bombs. Okay, guitar guy, give me my note. It sounds like a car wreck. <laughs> Do that again. Be quiet. Do it again. You got it? I got it. Oh, dashing through the sand with the bomb strapped to my back. I have a nasty plan for Christmas in Iraq. 
I got through checkpoint A, but not through checkpoint B. That's when I got shot in the ass by the U.S. military. Mind blew up, you see. Where are all the virgins that Bin Laden promised me? Oh, jingle bombs, jingle bombs, your soldiers shot me dead. The only thing that I have left is this towel upon my head. I used to be a man, but every time I cough, thanks to Uncle Sam, my nuts keep falling off. My bombing days are done, I need to find some work. Perhaps it would be much safer as a convenience store nightclub. Oh, jingle bombs, jingle bombs, I think I got screwed. Don't laugh at me because I'm dead or I kill you. Guitar guy, go backstage and do your drugs now. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And that's Ahmed, the dead terrorist. There we go. Okay. Enough entertainment for the night. Now we'll go to the dull stuff. Folks, um, I'm going to try and do this in, in as best as I can. And please forgive me if I get a little emotional at times because... This is very, very personal to me. I grew up at a time in the 1940s and 50s when uh, things were just as they were. You could actually still keep your doors open without any worries. Uh, people got along. Um, people were next door neighbors and they helped each other out. And they came in at any hours of the night, knocking on the door and walk in. And, and we, that's the way we lived. Today, everything is, is seemingly very different. The biggest difference that I see, you know, there is a plain fact that 82% of the United States is Christian in some denomination or form. So there's 18% that are Buddhist, Jewish, um, Muslim, atheist, agnostic, not too much. So let's say that this country is a Christian-based country. And the Christian base is still on the Jewish Bible, on the Old Testament. And whether you want to believe it or not, and it's said many times, if you believe that there was a Jesus Christ, he was indeed a Jew. You know, you, you ask him, well, what religion was Jesus Christ? Well, he was, Jew, he, was Chinese, he was a Christian. 
right. Don't you guys see? You are, without a doubt, celebrating the birth of of God, a Jew. You are celebrating a Jewish carpenter who was the son of God. you got to get past it. So, the idea of this is to try and put into perspective what's going on with Christmas and holidays today. My biggest shortcoming was that when I realized personally that my life needed to change, it unfortunately was at a great deal of the expense of my two sons. I regret this, but it was necessary to keep me from falling apart. And for that, I apologize. One has accepted that apology. One will never accept that apology. But between the time that I was there and left, and I always tried to give them both a an idea of looking at everything that everybody's ideas should be respected. And they, unfortunately, in the interim, either through their mother or through their experiences, have figured out in their own minds that Christmas, the Christians do not accept Hanukkah. Why should they accept Christmas? You know, there are different ways to look at it. If you're celebrating old old Saint Nick and, and all those jolly little elves, I don't think it matters. If you want to not say, um, God rest ye merry gentlemen or hallelujah or anything like that, that's your prerogative. I, unfortunately, because my mother was a very, very strong Jewish woman, that I missed Christmas trees and Santa Clauses and, and all that good stuff. And it never left me. And despite the fact that my children don't see that, they grew up with a Christmas tree. They grew up with a white tree with blue and white ornaments and a menorah. And they learned both. And they watched Christmas Carol and they watched me bore everybody to death by reciting the words along with the story for many, many years. We watched Christmas movies. We enjoyed Christmas movies. We sang Christmas songs. We didn't sing Christmas songs. When you go to um, a Hebrew school, you learn about Jewish traditions, not the Christian traditions, and that's fine. But somewhere down the line, they have become not only, well, not only anti-Christmas, but they don't see the big picture. This is not a war. This is not an equal time thing. It's about embracing the world. It's about giving of yourself and feeling good about yourself and teaching your children to love all people. Now, sometimes it's kind of hard to love people that that kill and mass murder 3,000 people. That is true. But why do they feel so necessary to say, I don't want to see Christmas. Don't you dare put me down. I don't want any secret Santa. I don't want any uh, 
jingle bells or wreaths on my door. You keep that away from me, you hear? That's as Scroogeish as you come. Do I care, as a Jew, that a Christmas tree or a cross is out there? No, I don't. If that cross helps people, if it makes them see and feel better about themselves and have a sense of, of union and love and respect for other people, why should I care what symbols are out there? Why should I care if the house next to me is fully lit up and think of it as an intrusion on my religious beliefs? If somebody says Merry Christmas to me, do I return by saying, well, Happy Hanukkah to you? What a snotty response. Unless we go about our lives with a, um, you know, one of those little name tags on our chest saying, I am Jewish, I am Muslim, I am what an agnostic or, or an atheist, do not say Merry Christmas to me. It is done in the spirit of goodwill. It is not done in the spirit of hatred. If you feel that you have been slighted because of Christmas, then say, thank me, because Jesus is one of my people. Many people, when I, when I married my my second wife, when they I was introduced and said I was Jewish, they said, "Oh, one of the chosen people." Not, oh, you got horns in your head. Undo it. Let's see under the hair. No, you got it all wrong. Are there people out there that feel that Jews still killed Christ? Yeah. Those are the moronic fringe that don't see the bigger picture. They don't see that Jesus on the night before his death was at a Seder, which is a Passover celebration. They don't see it. Those who are truly religious and truly understand what's going on in this world can understand that some Jews may feel offended. I don't. I don't feel any offense whatsoever if somebody says, Merry Christmas. I don't feel offended if I see a bunch of glittering crosses and, and lights all over the place and wreaths and Christmas trees and poinsettias. I love the beauty of Christmas time. I love the snow. I love the movies. I love the music. And I am sad that my own children don't feel that way. Then again, I know how my own children feel about me. And whether I have to accept that or not, you know, that's the way it is. It's never going to change. My brother, when he got married, he uh, converted to Catholicism. 
his children know nothing about the Jewish faith. He totally closed it off. That was his choice. And he didn't want anything to do with this side of the family, for whatever his reasons are. So there are bigots on all ends of the spectrum. There are those who see religious freedom as an offense. So today we have people all over the country, less than 10%, 15% of the population, telling 82% of the population what they can and cannot do. Because it might offend some of the other children in schools. So you can't have Santa Claus, and you can't say Merry Christmas, and you can't have a Christmas tree. Why? Why? We lived in a very Jewish section of Brooklyn. And we had Christmas trees and, and school, and we, we cut out little ornaments and pasted them on a make-believe tree. And we had little Christmas presents. And we had little parties. And what did it hurt us? It did not. I can't see where 82% of the population, which is certainly a majority, is letting this go on. If I was still teaching school, and here in, in Florida that came up, I would be at a real disadvantage because I have to speak my mind. I don't care. I'm not going to say, Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Who cares? I respect what you do. I respect what you believe in. Muslim people, I respect what you believe in because if you really look back at your future, or your past, rather, we come from the same Father. And that's why, just as it is right now, there is a rift. That rift is many, many, many years old, almost 5,000 years old. And it's not going to be solved today. And it's not going to be solved tomorrow. And all I ask is this. For those of you who are Jewish and still believe that the Messiah is coming, When he gets here, how will you know it? There are things in the Bible that tell you. And you know what? They already happened. And we didn't believe it then. Why are you going to believe it this time? You know, this day of miracles is past. Nobody ever is going to come out and raise their hand and have things happen. We're not in that world. And most everybody wouldn't believe it. They would say it's trick photography anyway. There are those who will believe and there are those who will never believe.
My hope is that this belief doesn't cause in the future, if it does happen, that we don't have a third religion, major religion, or fourth major religion to worry about. The religion, what should be, is this. I respect every religion. I respect every person. And I believe they have the right to speak and do what is not harmful to anybody. If I have a menorah in my window, I wish those people next door to accept that. If I have a wreath on my door, I expect people to accept that. In this life, the the idea of the United States still being a melting pot, it is a bigger melting pot than it has ever been. And we must accept and not only accept, but embrace these other cultures as well. I don't care if you're not Christian. I don't care if you're not Jewish. I don't care who you are. It's how you treat me that counts. And I don't mean the fact that if you don't say Happy Hanukkah to me, you are not treating me fairly. Folks, we gotta not worry. We have to worry about the bottom line, which is the survival of our country. And in the big picture, none of this is going to matter one little bit. But I'll tell you what does mean something. Just two days ago, in Connecticut, another deranged idiot took out a bunch of children. I have always been a supporter of the right to bear arms. And it was given to us in the Constitution of the United States. So for the first time in my life, I have to say something has to be done. I don't wish to take away your rights. Those of you who do like guns, no more than I want to take away the rights of an individual to celebrate Christmas or celebrate Hanukkah in schools, outside, anywhere you please. But things like this are proof that something is going wrong. Now, on the 21st of this month, according to the Mayan calendar, which means absolutely nothing, this world is supposed to end. For 20 parents, their world has ended already. I have a friend that lives in Connecticut who has a grandchild in that school. Luckily, the grandchild was unhurt and unscathed. And being in the first grade, I would easily say, that child will forget. But I will not, and neither will the rest of this world, no more than we have forgotten about the other people that have gone into movie theaters and shot people or lunatics 
that took planes and flew them into the side of our buildings. This world has gone topsy-turvy, upside down. It is not right. But this is holiday time, so I will not end this on a bad note. But my prayers and wishes for everybody in that town and every parent of every child in that school is that you can all get past this someday and that your holidays will not be ruined. But for 20 some odd parents and a lot of families, Christmas is ruined. But we are a resilient people and we will continue. My thoughts and prayers go with you all. So for tonight, this is Lee Douglas, and I say to you, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and bless every single person out there, no matter what or what you don't believe in. For once, I like it. And I hope things happen that way. Good night. And that is a wrap. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. A merry little Christmas Make the Yuletide gay From now on Our troubles will be miles away
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.